Listener's discretion advised. Some language or topics used in this presentation may be inappropriate or uncomfortable for some. Please understand that the views and opinions expressed by the host of this presentation are solely the views and opinions of the host and do not reflect the stances, opinions, or views of the parties discussed, including but not limited to individuals and organizations as a whole. Thanks. We hope you enjoy the show. Mike check, mic check, mic, mic, mic check, mic check. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of What You Take, the show where we tackle just about any topic we can get our hands on and give you guys our unfiltered, unapologetic opinions of said topics. As always, you're going to have myself here, Steve, my brother Chris. Hey. Oh, dick, balls, <laughs> penis, butts. And sexy Spence. Hi. That for someone who's been very I like I was waiting for like him to throw it back. For someone who's been very animated so, today, you. you are like that was the most lackadaisical entrance that Honestly, you ever could have. I was waiting had. to be assaulted by like a popsicle. Oh, uh, I can't. So today we are playing catch up from the new year. We have some video or we have we have some topics that we we need to to follow up on that we had given an initial opinion on. Um, when we had heard all the rumors about them. So the first one we're going to start with here, because not all of us have seen all of these, as we found out. All of, like, we have all, two-thirds of us have seen all of these. Yeah, in, one, any given in, in, in one capacity or another. Um, so we're going to go ahead and start with, I want to start with you, Chris. Witcher Season 2 came out. Yeah. How did it go for you? How, I mean, how, they, did, how, how were you on it? They really did Eskel dirty. They, <laughs> they did Eskel so dirty. <laughs> by, by the way, I'm the third that has not seen season yeah, they, two yet. Well, here, you know what? We're going to call everyone out on the yeah, – so Spencer has not seen this one. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll call each other out individually. Yeah. But dude, I was so mad because, like, La- like, as far as the games go, and I haven't read all the books, as far as the games go, Lambert was a dick. But, like, Eskel was, like, the nicest dude in Care Morhen. Right. And, like, in the show, like, Eskel was such a f- – <laughs> Yeah. Other than that, I really did like Witcher I, Season 2. I mean, we were pretty spot on with the initial predictions and the fact that there was a lot more monsters. Mm-hmm. There was a lot more magic. Yeah. There was a lot more combat. I think the thing that took a little bit of adjusting on my end is there was a, a, a bigger focus on Siri. Yeah. You know, which in, in like the games and the books and all of that, like it made sense. But just going from just a viewer standpoint, right? Because the Witcher... Season one was my first introduction to The Witcher. Right. So it was like Geralt, 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 Yennefer. And then season two came in and it was like, here's a little bit of Geralt, not so much Yennefer. And hey, by the way, here's Siri. Yeah. You know, so there was, that took a little bit of adjusting on my end, but nothing too bad. Yeah, nothing too bad. Well, and the other nice thing that we had this, the benefit of this season two, and we kind of had this going, Spencer, I swear to God. <laughs> um, I'm done. I'm sorry. The, the other thing we benefited from this season was linear storytelling. Yes! Which made the show much better. The, yeah, there was no time jumping. No time jumping, no skipping around. I, I, it was much more straightforward. I really liked that. I also like seeing Igni. Um, they did a really good job portraying that. There was a lot more fire being thrown around. Yeah. I appreciated that. There was that one, um, the one sorcerer guy, though, who... Because fire, from everything that I gathered when it came to the uh, the mages and whatnot, fire was kind of a no-no. And then towards the end, you had that one guy who all he was doing was fire. Like, it was no big deal. I think that's more of a testament to his ability as a mage. And, like, and I could get that. 
I just, I guess I didn't understand maybe why he wasn't, or maybe he is and they just didn't explain it well, that he wasn't, like, fucking, like, number one most wanted. Like, why wasn't he on a hit list of something? I mean, you have to remember when they found him, he was already imprisoned. They bribed his way out of prison, or they broke him out of was prison. Was it a magic prison, though? It would have had to been to contain him. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like he wasn't, because he was just sitting there like, fire. Fire. No, he was just snapping his fingers, and his magic wasn't working. Oh... Because um, I think they had him chained up in Dimeridium. Okay. And uh, Dimeridium in the Witcherverse nullifies magic. Okay. So I think they had him chained up in Dimeridium shackles, and he was just snapping his fingers. Okay, that makes Okay, that's fine. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll track that one to you. So all in all, I mean, any complaints on Witcher Season 2? I mean, besides Eskel. Yeah, besides Eskel. I mean, not really. I think I thought it was pretty good. Um, I, I liked the, the general story arc of it. I liked the, the bargaining with the, the witch. And um, the there was also a bigger focus on, like, the politics. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really loved the, the reveal at the end of Season 2 of um, em- Emrys being Ciri's dad. Emperor... That was interesting, and that set up something very nicely for, for season three. I'm I'm curious though, kind of tailing in at the end there. I'm I'm worried about the whole planar travel thing. Yeah. Because to me now it starts to scream a little too sci-fi, mm-hmm. depending on how they do it. And then immediately after that, now they've got the prequel series that's going to be coming out that takes place well before Geralt and all of that when the conjunction was happening. And it just, it almost seems too much like some kind of a sci-fi. It can be. I mean, from from that point of view, yeah. I don't think that they're going to be doing too much plane hopping necessarily. I hope not. I hope that was maybe just a thing because there was the wild hunt thrown in season two. Yeah. Well, and I mean, if you follow the books and you follow like the story and you kind or the games and you kind of extrapolate from there, there is a point where Siri herself goes plane hopping to dupe out the wild hunt and lead them away from Geralt and Yennefer. Yes. So that's possible that might be a thing but i don't think it'll be like centrally focused i hope not and that's just it like there's a way to do it cinematically i feel like it's hard to do it though without it feeling very tele like alien teleport in sci-fi and so i don't know we'll see what happens there um moving into the next category i think this is the longest you've ever been quiet Dude. And it's kind of fantastic. We shamed like, him. He, he he had like no interjections you had no side comments or and you were just like yeah I, I didn't have the opportunity to. I was wondering if Yennefer or Harry Potter would win in a fight. Magic systems are different. It's not fair to Way compare different. them. I'd so, say Yennefer, though. You think so? Yep, 100%. Yeah. Okay. Harry's got a conscience. Yep. Okay. He, he's not going to start throwing a vodka cadaver around. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. She'd yeah. be like, bitch, sit down dead. You know, that was the biggest problem I had with the Harry Potter universe, I guess, is like, does that spell only work on people? Because like you're telling me that you don't you have this giant fucking dragon coming down on you and you can't just avada kedavra it to the ground. I mean, technically, he did use it on a bug. It goes to that whole thing though. I think with like the moral. I, like I'm almost wondering if it's tracked somehow. Because if you remember in the Crimes Against Grindelwald, there was magic that he was using that he was up for trial for because of what he was doing. So I wonder if it's somehow tracked. Like this person used this spell, now they got to die for it, or now they got to go get sent into prison for it. Like mm-hmm. one of those type things. But let's switch gears here, Spence. Let's get you talking a little bit. Um, did you see Matrix? 
I did not. Did you see Matrix? No. Matrix 4 was okay. We'll just kind of leave it at that. Did Barney Stinson live up to his role? You know, he. I, I was actually very impressed with with the character that he played in that movie. I thought it was very well done. It made sense. as for because right, Let me put it this way, right? The movie was not a bad movie mm-hmm. by any stretch of the imagination. If you're going to reboot the franchise in some capacity or another and make it very like modern and whatnot like that, they did it right. My gripe with it is I don't think the movie was needed. Mm-hmm. I think it was perfectly done the way that they left it. It was ended fine. It was ended fine. There was no need for it to be rebooted. So that's really my only gripe about it. Um, did y'all see Hawkeye? No. <sighs> Hawkeye was good. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that character. I enjoyed the, the series for it. Um, Let There Be Carnage slash Venom. Loved it. Really? Yes. Venom or Carnage or both? Well, one, I love the introduction of Carnage. Yep. Okay. Two, Woody Harrelson's my man. He did a great job with Carnage. Oh, dude. Yeah. Like, he embodied... He had the right level of, like, crazy to... He embodied that character very well. Psychotic genius sort of thing. I will agree. But I also am kind of curious, too, because... Um, so, in Doctor Strange Multiverse, yada, 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 right? Okay. How to put this? They had a scene with Venom and Carnage in it. Oh, sorry. They had a scene where Venom was in it. Then he got teleported back after the at the end of Spider-Man. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. So, that tells me when you watch the Carnage one, where they zipped off to and where they zipped back from. Do you remember when the two movies worked? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm kind of curious how that's going to work in. I'm curious to see how it'll all merge together when it comes to something like Multiverse of of Madness. Yeah. Overall, I was underwhelmed by both of those movies. You think so? Yep. Not a big fan of Carnage for Spenna? No. Nope. I just liked the trailer part. The one part that I really did see was in the church, and Venom was like, oh, shit, it's a red one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, he's got a red one. Here's my thing, right? Because they actually, Venom was pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. That's my problem with it. Yeah. He's too funny? It was too funny. I am fine with the quips here and there. I think it's needed. kind of helps break it up a you little need bit. need quips. You need the quips, right? And, and, and I think by Especially and large, for Marvel. and They're I think, and that's it. just it, right? By and large, Marvel does a really good job with that. Yeah. But I think when you've got something like Venom and Carnage that are both rated R, mm-hmm. and you've got characters like Carnage and Venom, I wanted something scarier, right? I wanted yeah. something that was more gruesome. And yeah, Venom looks scary and gruesome, and the tendrils and everything. Like they did a really good job animating him, and Eddie Brock looked like shit. Like, as you would expect, right? Like, could you imagine he being... He always looks like shit. It's but, hilarious. But that's just it. Like, I mean, like, it's just so... They Even did... when he was doing his normal life, he looked like shit. And that's just it. Is that like the... Maybe that's why I like him. I can it, relate. He was... waked up and looked like he got backhanded by life. I wanted more gruesome darkness out of Venom and Carnage. And instead, I got so... There was more quips than needed. There was more jokes than needed. Like, in Carnage, what the fuck was that deal with the two of them calling themselves the, um... Son of a bitch. Uh, bah, 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 oh, bah, bah, shit, bah. dude. Don't like... I'm not going to lie. Lethal I Defenders? It. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. Like, he was hellbent on it. They were sitting there, and there was this, like, breakup sequence between the two of them. And I was like, really? Dude, man, it was dirty. We need to be together so we can be... And literally, they both screamed at the same time, Venom inside of Eddie's head, and Eddie verbally said, like, Lethal Defenders! Like, come on. 
That's not just, no. You know what that was? That was the 1980s bleeding through. I don't care. <laughs> it so was. That was the 80s comic book bleeding through. It just didn't need to be a thing. So I I don't know. I was disappointed. Oh, Stanley was in the corner shouting Excelsior from the afterlife. Excelsior. I just, I'm just, no, I don't know. What, like, here's the thing. Am I, am I mad that I watched them? No. That's one thing. I, I enjoyed it. I bought them on like super crazy sale, so I was out maybe ten bucks for oh, both movies. Oh, nice, nice. I, I wouldn't uh, have seen. I'm, I'm glad I didn't see them in theaters. I actually watched the. Okay, so, okay, so on New Year's I was in um, isolation, pandemic thing. So, so you, were, you were lonely on New Year's. I was so lonely. Did you get to kiss anyone on New Year's? No, I was by myself. He's very flexible. I'm sure he found someone to kiss. Did you do anything on New Year's? Be happy. Like I, I drank and watched the Venom series. I'm gonna be quiet now. <laughs> is that sad or not? I don't know. That's what I did though. What I'm gathering is that you didn't find any pleasure in yourself on New Year's Eve. Should I keep? I don't should know what I, keep should I keep moving? Should I keep moving on? Okay, we'll keep moving on. We'll keep moving on. Spider-Man: No Way Home. Loved it. You saw it. You did not. Ten out of ten. I'd recommend. Oh, dude, 100. percent And here's the thing: I'm not a Spider-Man fan. Like I, I, and we went through this where when we did the bleed up to the episode leading up to its release, I love Tom Holland as Spider Man. I think Andrew Garfield did great. Tobey Maguire obviously is the old school, um, but this movie they just did a good job. All it's of the, just good. All of the concerns that I listed in our previous episode were answered. Yep. Like they, they just kiboshed it. They did it very well. There was high moments. There was the quips. There was sad moments. Like I mean, they did a very, very good. At job. one point in time. I said, oh, shit. And then I think I also said, bitch, one time. In, in the theater? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, loud. Oh. Yeah. Like, awkwardly quiet, and you're just sitting there like, bitch! Kind of, yeah. Because everyone did, like, an audible gasp. <gasps> bitch! Yeah, kind of. That's pretty much <laughs> what went down. You see him in horror movies. Um, Do you man. squeal like a girl? No. no. Oh, Don't go God. in there! Yeah, dude. <laughs> serious. Shut that fucking door! <laughs> like, Make this movie a whole 15 minutes. Don't answer the door. Done. Dude, honestly, if I we're ever in like a horror movie situation, don't listen to me because I'm going to say but Hey, let's split up, guys. Don't worry. You would Chris say will that. be I right back. No, if, if we're ever in a horror movie situation, I'm sending Steven everywhere with you because he's strapped and I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I'll stay here. Y'all could go investigate. Things. That goes like that goes back to the whole. Zombie. What was that noise? I don't know. I don't care. It's yeah. Not here. Like, yeah, I mean that's fair to your point. Like you with the gun, go check it out. Yeah, not you. me with the frying pan. Yeah, I'll stay here. Let me know what you find. That's amazing. If so, you come back, I know it's good. If not. I'll order Domino's. Have <laughs> the Domino's guy check Chris, it out. You're gonna hear like a huge crash down here, and and then you're just gonna be like, "Yeah, no, not nope. doing it. Nah, no, nope. it just it's, it's it's over it. Just well, yep, just no. Nope. So, Dad, there's a monster under my bed. Tough so, shit. <laughs> Don't sleep there. Yep. <laughs> Dad, didn't you grow up in this house? Yeah. Didn't this used to be your room? Yeah. Is there a monster in my room? He prefers to be called Phil. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Turns out most monsters are just, they just want to talk to someone. Wow. That just <sighs> dropped everything off. I didn't know what to say. I don't got. I, don't got, I got nothing. Shoot for that. him twice. Fuck it. Burn the body. Bring the rock. Double roll. tap, man. It's true. Yeah. Here's a knife, kid. 
What is happening? Yeah. I don't know. What, Chris? All right, let's tra- let's transfer over here. Um, I'm kicking Spence back out of the conversation now. Far Cry Six. You and I finally beat it. What were your thoughts? Because so, we bought it full price. Yeah. Here's the thing. It was fun. It was fun. It didn't live up to Far Cry Five, in my opinion. True. It was not as fun as Far Cry Five. I don't think I'll play it again. Fair. Um, and I felt like the pacing of the story was off. Um, I feel like it was like side quest, side quest, side quest, side quest, side quest, rush to the finish line. That's fair. And it may have just been the order we played the game in or something because it is very free roam, choose your own missions kind of thing. Um, but I don't know. I just felt like the pacing of the game was off. The pacing of the game was really weird. I think they put a big emphasis on so much of the side quests, though, that didn't translate to the craziness that was Castillo. Right. There was almost too much randomness. Like, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the, like, the graffiti missions, and, like, those were fun, right? Because you have to have those in a Far Cry game where you kind of, like, makes you go, what the fuck? But I think that there was a heightened focus on them almost too much and then when we finally got a glimpse of castillo in the main story arc you and i were yeah we were like whoa what's going on now so i don't i I agree i think that i think the pacing was a little off all in all i mean it was a fun game it was fun and you know i didn't mind it but like i said it's not it only took us two months to be able to play it yeah that and the the initial issues that launched with it and i don't know if that was just an us thing um there's no way it was just an us thing yeah it was it was rough and like i said i I didn't mind it, but, like, I just feel like I expected more. That's fair. Here's the thing, right? Comparing the two, Far Cry 5 and Far Cry 6, it's really hard to put them in the same ring together, though, because Far Cry 5 hit the religious aspect of things. You hit the cult side and the the psychological get-fucked-up side of things versus... And I'm not saying Castillo wasn't, like, the bad guy in Far Cry 6, but it was more just, like, this guy's got issues. Versus Far Cry 5, like, this guy had issues. Yeah. Well, and I guess we saw a different kind of psychological manipulation, whereas, like, Joseph Seed was more like, I'm going to control the masses and get the masses to do what I want. Uh, The focus of Far Cry 6 was more of the molding of his son and the corruption of his son. Yeah. Versus, like, the corruption of Yara as a whole. Right. Um, and that's kind of more where that, that psychological aspect of Far Cry came in there. And I don't know. I don't know. Like, it just, it didn't, didn't. It wasn't mind blowing, but it was fun. Yeah. That's really what it came. It was mediocre. We had a lot of fun with it because we played it together. Right. right? So we have our moments where we make it like, ah, Right, but, like, if I wouldn't play it by myself, like, looking back on it, I, there wasn't enough there. There are a lot of games like that that are, like, fun to play with. Like, dude, you guys ever play The Forest by yourself? It's boring as fuck. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Not, like, boring as fuck, but it's just, like... You're not motivated to, like, yeah, take that not... extra cave dive or anything like that. Right. I get that. I get that. Yep. Book of Boba Fett. Either of you two jackal fucks watch it. Ah, no. Watched a couple episodes. I haven't caught up on it. Did you see Danny Trejo? No. Like two episodes, dog, is what I'm talking about. I think you're I gotta, like an episode away from Danny Trejo in yeah. Star Wars. He just told the the huts to fuck off. That checks out. Oh yeah, literally the next episode, I think you get Danny Trejo. So here's the thing: we've been dropping spoilers all day, so you know we're just gonna keep it going. Danny Trejo is a fucking like rancor trainer. 
he shows up with a like a uh, a young rancor that is gifted to Boba Fett and is doing the whole like because it's it's how bl- cool of a it's, fucking gift. It's blindfolded and Boba Fett's like, why is it blindfolded? Like, well, it bonds to the first person it sees or whatever. To like, I want to see it. Like, I mean, it's like so it's, that was Danny Trejo. He was in one episode, but it it it, it was Danny Trejo. It, it made sense. Which then, you, then you don't see the Rancor for like the whole fucking season until the very last episode where Boba Fett rides that motherfucker into downtown Moss Eisley, tearing motherfuckers up. So overall, it was very slow, and I hate to say it. So not as much happens as everyone kind of let on. But no, not the buildup's pretty cool. All of the trailers you saw were the best parts of the whole series. It's okay. Uh, here's what it is: it's Peaky Blinders in space. No. Yeah, it's a gangster movie in space. It, but it didn't. It wasn't gangster. No, no, that was the sad part. It seemed like I don't know. From the two episodes I watched, it just seemed like a lot of gangster politics in space, and his whole but here's journey the thing. with the sand. People. But like, here's the thing, right? So like, they finally stopped that. Like that took forever. The flashbacks were way out of hand. But like, where you would expect it to like keep going up with like, okay, more gangster politics, maybe a little bit of tension. It. it flatline the whole time oh, really? nothing was continuing or moving forward and it took until episode five for mando to make an appearance for things to go like motherfuckers and then man so mando had like two episodes all to himself where boba fett wasn't even in there or even mentioned do you think they're gonna have a crossover with mandalorian i think boba fett is scheduled for his own second season again okay but I don't I, know, i'm just wondering if there's gonna be like uh, as the timeline, so they match up? I'm not sure. The they do, lines. yeah, because what ends up happening is you get two episodes solely that are Mando, and then Mando goes to Tatooine and meets up with Boba in the season finale, like the last two episodes. Uh, so they do intersect paths again, like they did during the end of The Mandalorian. Right, that's what, yeah. So I'm where I'm curious is if there's going to be a standalone season three of Mandalorian and a standalone season number two of Boba Fett, or if the next season is going to be the two of them together. See, that's kind of what I was wondering, like, yeah, as far as the moving forward, I don't know what the plan is. Question, is Boba Fett shit Beskar? I don't know. I, because, like, I know Mando has full Beskar. Correct. But Boba's not a Mandalorian. That's true, he's not. So, I, I don't know if his shit is, is Beskar or not. Right. A lot of people were pissed off at that when they found out Boba wasn't a Mandalorian. Neither really? was Django. Well, I know, I'm just well, saying. I, I don't like, think Django was. I Maybe Django was. I don't think Django was. I don't think so. Feel free to correct us and how some of our fans are. Yeah, I hit, think, hit I, us in the comments. I believe Django's armor was gifted to him by a Mandalorian or, or something to that degree. It was explained in the Mandalorian episode when Boba first met Mando. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay. But we got to see more of Grogu in, in the book of Boba Fett. Um, he has a lightsaber now, doesn't he? Right no, no, still no lightsaber? He, he had the opportunity to have Master Yoda's lightsaber. Oh, here's the thing, right? So it would be his size. Um, Mando <laughs> from a little bit of remaining Beskar. He had remember the spear from the Mandalorian. Yep. He had that melted down and turned into a chainmail shirt made of Beskar to fit Grogu. Oh, that's cute. And that he, is adorable. He went to go find Grogu to give it to him. Ahsoka kind of intercepted him. Mandalore or Mando never got to Grogu because Grogu was training with Luke. So we got some Luke FaceTime too. Yeah. And Luke was like, this isn't the way of the Jedi, you're attached to him, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, says the guy who overthrew the Empire with his dad. So Luke, <laughs> so Luke gave Grogu an ultimatum. 
yeah. and said, you can have this and you can go back to the Mandalorian, but you'll be forsaking and turning away from everything as a Jedi, or I can give you this lightsaber and teach you the ways of, of, the, the, Jedi. of the Jedi, and then end episode. And then fucking R2 in Luke's X-Wing flies Grogu to Tatooine the next episode and turns out, you know, Grogu chose the Mandalorian. He's wearing the shirt. No, it's so fucking cute. And they love each other and blah, 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 blah. But that makes me wonder if Grogu's going to go dark side. I just want to I, I just him. think Grogu. I actually watched a. Um, watched I think a, Grogu becomes a non thing mm. canonically. Well, the thing is, I just kind of watched this thing on um, why. Is that, have they named the species yet? No, Yoda's species explicitly it's, it's does not have a name. Yeah. George Lucas made it that way on yeah. purpose. So, okay. I wasn't sure of, like, the recent episodes or something like that. But um, why his species naturally, they're all Force-sensitive to an extent, and on top of that, too, how they all tend to never go to the dark side. It's a species trait. Weird. Yeah, but now they're a little curious with Grogu because he has shown traits of dark side, like the arm wrestling th- when he... He, yeah, I wouldn't he call force that. choked a bitch. Come on, man. Well, that and he's... Well, and it's... That's the dark side you one. remember, it's the slippery slope. Ah. Attachment leads to possession. Possession leads to anger. Ah. Anger and leads they, to They hate. had a big old internal debate. Um, that That's a stretch for me, and that says something. But with that being said, that's all we've got for our catch-ups today. We're going to go ahead and wrap this one up, guys. As always, thank you so much for tuning in to us. I don't know what you guys see in us, especially these two. But until next time, Class. peace. Sophistication. Out.